Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Milwaukee, start your engines. It's time to talk about all things racing. NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show, presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Now, here's your host, Steve Zockey. Hey, welcome to the Final Inspection Show. Steve Zockey along with the Polish Pipe Bomb, Jeff Orlowski. And uh, Jeff, it's IndyCar season, isn't it? Still, silly season, that is. Yeah, it sure is. It, uh... You know, Dixon wins wins the title uh, last week, and uh, you know now the silly part starts. And uh, I guess that we can just kind of walk through uh, what's happening, and probably uh, start off with uh, Team Penske, and uh, going back to a four car team, and uh, the the driver I'm real kind of excited about is Scott McLaughlin from uh, Australia. Uh, from New Zealand, but he's an Australian uh, stock car driver with and just exciting driver. Uh, think of him as the new um, the new Scott Dixon. Some people are calling him. I think that's a lot to, to to put on him at this point. But it'll be interesting to see how he develops. Uh, but this is a kid that came in. Uh, he got the got the attention of Roger Penske. He did an IndyCar test. He did so well and blew everybody away from that IndyCar test. They ended up putting together a package for him uh, for next year full-time. So uh, he didn't show that much at St. Pete. I think maybe a little a little over-exuberance, uh, but uh, I think that was a good idea just to kind of get his feet wet, and it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do next year with, with Penske. Uh, Andretti Autosport. Currently, right now, they only have two full-time signed drivers ready to go. That's Alexander Rossi and Colton Herta. They still got two or three seats that are still open. Uh, the 98, of course, Marco Andretti. He's actually a partial partial owner, so expect uh, Marco Andretti in the 28 or in the 98. Uh, the 28's kind of interesting. Uh, that's the DHL car with Ryan Hunter Ray. There's some speculation about whether they're going to be back, and if they're not back, is Ryan Hunter Ray going to be back in that car? 
Uh, he's a guy that's, let's face it, he's been hanging around the series almost 20 years now. He's over 40 years old, and it'll be interesting to see if they're able to put together a package or whether it just might be uh, maybe an Indy only and a few other races. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Chip Ganassi Racing, some changes there. Uh, Scott Dixon, of course, your uh, defending uh, IndyCar champion. And uh, Marcus Erickson comes over, uh, or continues, who came over from Formula One w- with the team. And, and uh, the excitement, of course, with the 10 car, there is some speculation there with uh, Felix Ro- Rosenquist going over to uh, Team McLaren IndyCar. Uh, Alex Pelot, it was announced this week, came over, is coming over from Dale Coyne to join Chip Ganassi in that 10 car. And then the 48 car with Jimmy Johnson. Now, Jimmy Johnson is racing in IndyCar next year, but only the road courses and street courses. As of right now, there's three oval races for next year. The speculation uh, there is that Tony Kanan will be the driver of the 48 car at Indianapolis and at the oval races next year. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how those two work together. I think that would work out well. I mean, if, if you're uh, Chip Ganassi and with that car, you got Jimmy Jimmy Johnson coming over and a very experienced driver, driven a lot of things, knows his way around the track, uh, who better to put in there somebody that, that he's going to respect than uh, Tony Kanan, uh, which is speculated. It does make sense, Jeff, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. I was surprised at first that uh, Jimmy wouldn't run the whole uh, season because, A, you know, let's face it, the, the season's a lot shorter than, than NASCAR. Uh, so, he, you know, if his whole thing is to get closer to his family or whatever uh, excuse he has from pulling out of NASCAR, uh, that would have been accomplished anyway. And then, you know, you hear that he's not going to run the ovals. Well, he's been running basically nothing but rovals except two or three a year. Uh, his entire career in NASCAR. So I was surprised that he wasn't doing it. But if you put TK on there, you know, you got one heck of a mentor for him. Uh, try to get him up to speed as quick as possible. And, uh, you know, obviously a, a huge fan fa- fan favorite. So I don't see it. Uh, I don't see any downside in that. Yeah, then uh, Ray Hull Letterman uh, Racing, uh, Graham Ray Hull and I signed for there's also speculation of them adding a third car. They've run a third car at, at Indianapolis, but Bobby Rayo has been emphatic that he's, he has always wanted to add that third car, a full-time car. So uh, obviously if a driver with funding comes over, uh, it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Now you got two drivers from uh, Haas Formula One that have thrown some trial balloons saying, well, he might be interested in running some IndyCar. So uh, we'll talk with that with uh, Eddie Lapino about that in the next segment. But it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. There's a, there's a couple of Formula One drivers out there uh, that are at this point are rideless, and some of them might think that, you know, and some of them do come with money, with sponsorship money. So that makes them very uh, attractive to some of these IndyCar drivers or IndyCar uh, owners who have uh, rides. And, uh, you know, having having a sponsor with them definitely helps out, especially in this uh, in, in, in the current uh, circumstances we have. Uh, Ed Carpenter Racing, uh, Renus VK, very, uh, what, a, what, a, what a season he's had. He's definitely over, uh, overperformed, I think. Uh, the 
uh, oval, the oval racing driver, of course, is Ed Carpenter. And it'll be interesting to see who they run in the street courses with that one. AJ Foyt Racing is interesting. Uh, AJ Foyt Racing struggled mightily all year long. Uh, they announced, now, Sebastian Bourdais was going to run with them last year. Uh, or I should say 2020 this year as a part-time driver. But with the IMSA schedules and the flexibilities and, and, and everything that was going on, he never did race for uh, Foyt Racing early on. They were able to put together a package for next year and added the, the races at the end of the year. And it really kind of came together for them at St. Pete uh, with him uh, running finishing fourth, I think it was, in that in that car. The best they ran uh, all year long in that car. He's going to be full-time in the 14 car next year. Uh, the four car at this point is unconfirmed. It'll be interesting to see if Charlie Kimball can bring in a, that sponsor, and he may be returned. And there's also some speculation that maybe Dalton Kellett may be able to put together a, a package. And if that's the case, you could see A.J. Foyt Racing run a three-car team next year. Uh, Dale Coyne Racing, uh, it hurts with them losing uh, uh, Palau, Alex Palau to Chip Ganassi Racing. There is also some speculation that Santino Ferrucci was, gonna, was uh, also... In, in the running for that Chip Ganassi seat, but they went with Palau. Uh, Palau is, is probably one of the drivers, though, that of, of all the drivers in IndyCar racing, that probably has, at this point, has the best chance to go into Formula One. There's There's been some talk of that, so yeah, it'll be kind of cool to see him uh, to move on to Formula One. He's certainly a very talented driver. Ferrucci is... Rumored to be back at Dale Coyne next year, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Meyer Shank Racing, this is an interesting, interesting one, uh, Jeff. Jack Harvey, of course, they finally went full-time this year, but they've they've had an influx of money with Liberty uh, Investments, who is involved with Formula One, putting money with them. They built a huge facility in Ohio, and they're expecting to go to a second team full-time team next year they actually bought uh the car from from dragon speed racing uh the 81 car that that ran at indy and never they were never able to gain traction so they they're they're investing in indy indy car racing they want to go to two cars and it'll be interesting to see if they're able to take that next step and then carlin racing the 59 car they should be back next year and then uh, dryer rainbow racing has the 24th car which sage Karam has been running uh they've been running a part-time schedule so a lot of questions jeff for next year and uh any of those drivers that kind of say or any of those teams that you go hey i think uh, you might you might see something from them next year keep an eye out for them well there's a lot you know uh you know that uh that you mentioned and and like you said you know i wouldn't be surprised if if one or maybe even two guys jump from f1 over to indy so you know, there's a lot of of, uh, of seats and and everything like that that still need to get filled. Uh, but Alex, you know, below, like you said, I think I think that kid is good, man, and uh, and and he's he's going to have one heck of a, of an opportunity to uh, to prove himself and all that. So, you know, there's still a, a whole lot of dominoes to fall. You know, I don't understand giving where F1 is right now and the absolute dominance of, uh, you know, Hamilton and, and, and Mercedes and everything. Why, unless you were in, unless you got one of those rides, why would you make that jump besides, 
besides just an increase in, in your paycheck, Steve. What, running for Formula One to IndyCar or vice versa? Vice versa. Why would you make the jump from Indy to Formula One? Uh, because you're going to make probably five to ten times more money running F1 at this point. So, I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, but, but like I said, besides the paycheck, and if I had yeah. a choice, of course, you know, I, uh, I, I would jump because you know, uh, you, you increase the dollar signs. Uh, my, my, my loyalty uh, is very short, but uh, you know, it just, it, it to me, it's one of those situations where it's like. You know, like uh, with the 43 car, you know, in NASCAR, like, you know, you sit there and, and all of a sudden you're stuck in the 43 and that's your ride. You know, you're like you said, you know, your career is going to die and you know, because you're you're in bad equipment and you're and you're really not going to do much. So, you know, I uh, I'm, I'm one of those people. I've got no problem selling out for money. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if you're a, a complete alpha and, and want to sit there and continue uh you know to to compete and get podiums and be competitive i i don't understand making the jump from indy to formula one but i can definitely see it vice versa if you can live with the the pay difference yeah it it, it, it's a different uh, animal that's for sure it's it's it to to put it bluntly it's an evil place as Santino Ferrucci found out, because uh, he was on, on he was uh, the, you know the U.S.'s best bet to get a driver in Formula One, and he just had a, a kind of a famous incident where he got sick of the politics and kind of said you know uh, expletive you to everybody, including his team, and he's found a home in IndyCar. But I mean, th- there was times in the past, you know, there was a couple opportunities. Racing could be a lot different today if drivers like Rick Mears and and Alan Zer Jr., who had opportunities to go to F1 if they really wanted to, could have. Uh, Brabham really wanted to uh, uh, hire uh, Rick Mears in the early 80s, and Williams took a serious look at at, at um, um, Alan Zer Jr., and you know who knows if if, if if they would have went to Formula One, maybe more drivers following in that following generation would have taken a more serious look and and, and picked Formula One as a as, as a as a destination as opposed to IndyCar. Because but at that point, you know when when that it was happening, you could make a very very nice uh, living as Allenzer Jr. and Rick Mears found out in Kart and IndyCar at that point. So that that was one of the reasons why. They didn't go. Plus, even back then, politics played such an important part of Formula One. It still does today. So I tell you what, let's take a quick break. We're over. We're running over here. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Eddie Lapine. we got more racing news coming up on the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, along with our friends at David Hobsonda. And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. Make sure you get out there. We got Test in Tune today at Great Lakes Dragway, and also the Grass Drag Racing at Great Lakes Dragway. And also, don't forget to check out DavidHobbs.com for the best in new and certified used Hondas at DavidHobbs.com. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline 
It is Eddie Lapine from RacingNation.com. How are you doing, sir? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How about you, buddy? Oh, good, good. Make sure you check out RacingNation.com. We just posted a story about uh, Mario Andretti being the Grand Marshal at Sebring. I wanted to get that plug in right off the bat. Well, uh, Eddie, before we get going here on uh, on the racing, what are you handing out at your house for uh, the trick-or-treaters? $100 bills? Oh, come on, Jeff. No, I was going <laughs> to pass out some Alice Cooper stickers. There we go. There we go. How, how, right, how, cool, is, how, how cool is that, huh? Absolutely. And just a reminder for all the listeners that uh, – you know, Tuesday is election day. Alice Cooper, you can definitely write him in uh, for president if uh, you choose not to vote to uh, to reelect our current president. So there you I go. already did it. I already did on my absentee ballot. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, Getting back to oh, racing. Yeah, let's 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 get serious for maybe a minute here, but. Uh, Formula One is at Imola. Uh, they have not been there at Imola, Italy, in 14 years. And uh, it's going to be pretty – I think it's going to be an exciting race tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Botas finally uh, out-qualified Mr. Hamilton. And I think uh, hopefully we'll get some fireworks on the first lap for that race. Uh, the yeah, it was quite – very... No, go ahead. It was, I was going to say, it was quite the ride uh, he had on that pole lap at Imola for Valtteri uh, Botas, wasn't it? It, it was. It's, it's just, uh, I don't know what, I mean, qualifying was very exciting, really, because Max Verstappen, they had problems in the session qualifying two, and he went out on the last lap and got into the, you know, to the number one. I mean, he got, now he's going to be third on the grid. So I, he just carries that car week in and week out. And, uh, he's amazing, but a lot of the drivers are happy to be there. They feel like it's just not the average cookie cutter track. It's just a real racetrack, even with some of the changes they've made there, but it should be good. I think you got a mixture of, uh, possible uh, podium uh, with Mr. Uh, Pierre Gasly up there, too, as well. Yeah, that was quite the run that he, he had uh, with his resurgence. He's got a win already this year for a guy that was demoted to the uh, Alpha Tauri Honda. Uh, he certainly has outshined Alexander Albon, who is supposed to be you know the, 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 next, guess, the next best thing for uh, Red Bull. Well, he's, he's struggling, and I really think he's on the bubble. And just like Pierre went through last year, and Pierre is just a real delight. Everyone, he's just a great guy. I've met him several times, and he's just an awesome person, too. And I think Red Bull, you get anybody that has to go up against Max Verstappen, you can see what happens. I mean, from Mark Weber. I mean, Mark Weber, I'm sorry, from... Uh, Danny Ricardo going over to Red Bull and how he struggled with Max. And I think anybody is going to struggle with Max because Max just, you know, it's like what Otas is going through with Hamilton. 
they can just bring that extra tenth or two when they need to, and it, it it's really hard to compete. And I think what happens is the driver just puts too much pressure on their shoulders trying to do that, trying too hard, and then it backfires and you see mistakes. And I, and that's very difficult. I I don't think anybody wants to be a teammate to Max Verstappen. Uh, Kimi Rakinen, is he ever going to retire from Formula One? No, they signed yesterday. I saw that. (laughs) I mean, I think they thought that he was going to retire and they were going to get, you know, clear out the team there and start over. But Alfa Romeo just wants, and Ferrari, I think, they just want to stay content because they feel like they're making strides in the right department to be better. As you saw Kimmy at the last race, how well he ran. Uh, still, they suffer immensely on the Ferrari, lack of Ferrari power, basically. And Ferrari just, they really need to get their act together, as you can see what's happening with Vettel, too. I mean, going backwards. And it's really sad to see Ferrari in the state they're in, especially now when they're in Italy, too. It it's a double whammy for them. So I, I don't know. It's going to be a, it's going to be a long road. It's, it's not going to be an easy fix. And what about Haas formula one? Uh, we don't know who, who's going to be running next year for them, but uh, what's going to happen to Roman Grosjean and, and Magnus and Kevin Magnuson? Or could we see one of them in, in IndyCar next year or what, what's going on? Uh, there? I, I think the funniest thing I heard was that, Mr. Grosjean was talking about coming to IndyCar racing. And, I, I mean, I can't believe he lasted this long at Haas. I mean, he's he's become kind of the, the joke of the paddock, basically, in Formula One, amongst the drivers, amongst the fans. And just because of his, it seems like there's always something happening when he's around. I mean... I listened to the radio coverage this morning of the drivers, and the first two names that were popping up that were on the radio all the time was Roman Grosjean complaining about traffic during qualifying. Well, he didn't even make it out of the first qualifying run. He's, you know, where I think Kevin Magnussen, he definitely does have potential, and I think Haas has really struggled over these years, and... I'm really surprising that they have struggled as much as they have. But, you know, again, they're just like Alfa Romeo, and they have the Ferrari engines too as well. And that's why you see some of the issues more so this year. Uh, but as for Kevin Magnussen, I think he deserves a shot somewhere. I, I just think that once now that Alonzo, Fernando Alonso is coming back, I think that it's going to be a problem for anybody to get uh, a spot. As you can see, Sergio Perez has got $100 million burning in a hole in his pocket to get a ride. And nobody's giving him a guarantee. And, you know, you think somebody's got that kind of money willing and a sponsor behind him, and and he's a good driver as well. And then you have Nico Hulkenberg, which I really feel like He's really never had a good opportunity in a good car at the right time. 
So it would be nice to see one of those guys in Red Bull. So it's hard to say what will shake out now in, in the next couple of weeks, and I think they'll be looking at, you know, how drivers perform as well, too. It's very critical. Yeah, good stuff, Eddie. And you know me. I can sit here and talk F1 for, you know, for, for minutes at a time. <laughs> Uh, let, let's switch it over to uh, to IMSA at Laguna Seca. What should we be keeping an eye on out there? Well, right now, uh, Pipo Durrani was fastest, and I think he really wants to show after getting taken out at Petit Le Mans. And talk about another, I mean, another kid that uh, is just a delight to be around. He's just a really nice kid, and he's very quick in anything he gets in, whatever he drives. And I think, uh, watch for him. He did sign now. They're, re- they're real Susan. signing for next year. People Can you make and- those steakums? Steakums? No, sorry about that. Um, it, I tell you what, let's say uh, Pedro Durrani is, is, I mean, could we see him in another series other than IMSA, uh, Eddie? Well, I think money lacking, I mean, I know there was a lot of talk he was trying to go the IndyCar route, but, I mean, sponsorship money is a big deal, and especially now with IndyCar racing, really as competitive and as good of rookie classes that they have and the money behind it as well. I think you're seeing, you know, when you have like Marcus Erickson and, guys coming from Formula One and running in the IndyCar series now as regulars. And I think it's, you know, I mean, it really bodes well for IndyCar racing. But, you know, Pipo Durrani is one of those guys that could just show up anywhere once. Yeah, he is. You know, I mean, and he's an adaptable kid. And Philippe Nasser, another ex-Formula One driver, those two guys together... Um, in the IMSA series, are, are they're great uh, competitors. So should be looking, you know, because in a couple of weeks we have the final uh, IMSA race at Sebring, the 12-hour race that should have ran in March. <laughs> this is weird. We will definitely talk about that uh, next week. We'll, we'll chat with Eddie. Let's take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll get our predictions for the week on the Final Inspection Show on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove and our friends at David Hobbs Honda. Of course, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from RacingNation.com, it is Eddie Lapine. And uh, time for prediction, short segment. We're kind of running behind here in time. Uh, the Xfinity Series, Eddie, what, do you, what says you? Who do you like? I just wanted to check and see if David could let me loan me a car if I come up there. Uh, I, I already know that answer. The answer is no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with poor Chase Briscoe's had just such a roller coaster of emotional things this year, and uh, I'd love to see him win again. All right, Jeff. 
Well, it's fall. Fall means raking the leaves. You brought that up in the first segment, so I got to go with the leaf guard car. Give me Justin Haley. Oh, ooh, you picked the same guy as me. <laughs> I like that pick. Yes, I like Justin Haley. So uh, Jeff and I are going to go with just, uh, Justin Haley. Uh, Eddie with Chase Briscoe. And uh, Dennis was going with uh, Justin Allgaier. Cup Series. Uh, Dennis and Steve are going with Martin Truex Jr. What Eddie, what about you? I'm going to go with, well, you know, don't forget Kyle Busch last week. I want, I'm not the NASCAR expert, and I picked it last week. So I'm going yes, to go with Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. All right, well, I think the smart money is definitely on Martin Truex. He's won the last two cup races at Martinsville. So if you're going to the window, that would be my choice. But do I think he's going to get three in a row? No. Give me Kurt Busch to shock the world again and wow. get victory lane. I like that. Going on outside the window there. All right, very good. Kurt Busch, I'm putting these in. They will be posted on the Final Inspection Motorsports Show on 1250 AM, the fan uh, Facebook page. If you haven't, make sure you like it and like our posts on there. Lots of good stuff uh, pertaining to across the world of motorsports and a lot of cool old photos, too, get, get posted on there by our friend Scott Krieger, courtesy of the Pat Heaney collection. So make sure you check it out. Like uh, the TFI, the Final Inspection Motorsports Show on 1250 AM, the fan on Facebook. So, Eddie, thank you so much. We're running late on time. We're going to take Thanks. a quick break. When Thanks, we come guys. back, we're going to play uh, questions. Uh, the question with the answer man, uh, or the question man, I should say it, with Larry Janice coming up next on the Final Inspection Show. And welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, along with our friends at David Hobbs Honda. Make sure to check out davidhobbs.com for all the latest and new and certified used Hondas at davidhobbs.com. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, it is Larry Janicek. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Steve. Beautiful sunny day here in southeastern Wisconsin. It is. A little windy but, and a, well, a little chilly, but still a very nice day for this time of the year. <laughs> Get those leaves off the tree, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Are you ready for so, some questions? You betcha. What do we got today? Well, first of all, I'd like to take just a minute and go off script and mention that this past week, auto racing, specifically jet auto racing, mm-hmm lost one of the finest historians the sports ever known, uh, Brian Kapitsky, a Milwaukee native, uh, succumbed to a couple-year battle with cancer, leaving uh, a wonderful wife and two small children. So rest in peace, Brian. It certainly is. And, you know, Brian was a guest on the show, and we certainly – you know, appreciate all he did for the for not only the show here, but just the whole entire sport. He certainly will be missed, and uh, just a good guy, and just just a just a sad story all around. So condolences to 
the family and uh, everybody involved in midget car racing just uh he will certainly be missed he sure will so this week kyle bush won the nascar cup race in texas and in doing so he's now won at least one nascar cup race per season for 16 straight seasons who are the other five drivers that have accomplished that achievement um, I want to say, I think it's, uh, I think Petty and Pearson come to mind. I know Earnhardt isn't one of them because Earnhardt, people tend to re- forget that 92, he had a really bad season, 92, where I don't believe he won a race, so that would eliminate him. So I would say Petty and Pearson and... I want to say Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Um, yeah. Yes. I think right on those. Three I did. So I far. think I did. I I did see this earlier this week. I think it was uh, Rusty and oh, um, Ricky Rudd. Uh, people forget how how good Ricky Rudd was, if not. Uh, you know, he, he, he's a very consistent driver, very respected driver in the garage. And, and Ricky Rudd was just able to just, uh, seem at least always win one race a year, not always, you know, obviously drove the Hendrick five car, which, uh, Kyle Larson will be running next year, but also his own team in that and, and run a Brickyard 400 and very underrated. So yeah, Ricky Rudd, I think was the fifth one, if I recall. You're correct on all of them. Let's slide over to IndyCar. Let's slide over okay. to IndyCars. What was the only year a Ferrari raced in the Indy 500? And do you know who the driver was? Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, that would be 52 with uh, Alberto Ascari. And if I recall, correct. yeah, they actually had uh, three and maybe four. And I think it was kind of interesting because if I recall, there was a change in the formula and those cars were going to be obsolete for the for the season coming up. So Ferrari was like, what are we going to do with these cars? And they were able to, uh, they, they, they were, they, they were able to, they fit within the rules at Indianapolis. So they were able to uh, enter them for the 52 year. And they sent over, I think one of them, was wrecked in a race in Europe or something happened. So they sent three over the, uh, Albert, the Alberto Ascari car made the race. There's another one. Johnny Parsons drove one and they weren't able to get it into the show. And then I believe there's another one that was sponsored by Kennedy tank, which, uh, sponsored and entered cars in the forties and fifties. Uh, and then later, uh, through Patrick Kennedy, who, who uh, was a supporter of racing we lost earlier this year, uh, was a, a sponsor and overall good guy. But, yeah, Kennedy Tank was also a sponsor of one of them. I think it was Johnny Morrow drove one of those cars. Uh, I forget which one off the top of my head, but he drove. And was actually those cars raced, uh, a couple of those cars raced into the years, and actually Johnny Morrow raced one of them at, at Pikes Peak years later. Hmm. Got time for one more. Very, very interesting. Yeah, one more. Very, very interesting history on those cars too. Uh, and 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 one of the, the Indianapolis. If you want the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you can see one of those cars at the speedway now. 
Okay. In poss- impossible preparation for the 1986 Indy 500, what IndyCar team worked with Ferrari to enter a Ferrari in the 1996 Indy 500, which ended up not happening. But do you remember which IndyCar team that was that was working real closely with Ferrari? Would that be Scandia Racing? No. Uh, it wasn't Scandia? True, True Sports, Jim Truman. Really? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I, I know... Uh, Fermin Verlez raced, and he has some. He had some uh, affiliation with Ferrari over the years, and uh, of course, Michele Alboreto too. Uh, you know, drove for Ferrari. So, uh, very good stuff as as always, Larry. I appreciate you taking time out, and uh, we'll look forward uh, chatting with you next week. Okay, Steve. You take care. Have a good weekend. Hey, you too. That was Larry Janicek on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And uh, Austin. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. And thank you once again for filling in for Mayor Mitch on the show today, Austin. And like to thank everybody that participated in the show, of course. The pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. And uh, Dennis Michelson from DMike Media. Make sure you check out his stuff at fakepigskin.com. Eddie Lapine at racingnation.com. And thanks again to Larry Janicek for uh, his spot on the show, too. So I'm Steve Zotke. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs Honda on 1250 The Fan. We'll talk to you next week. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.